Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits U.S. and U.K. comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. We are just back from the London Podcast Festival. It was such a joy to be in somebody else's fucked up country for a few days. It was, uh, it was lovely. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who came out to the show. Thank you to everybody who uh, organized the London Podcast Festival. It was so great meeting all of you. People came from all over Europe, all over the world, really to see it. It was, uh, it was inspiring. And, and I will tell you, how much do I miss London? This is how much. I am in the voluntarily listening to Biffy Clyro stage <laughs> of missing the UK. That is very grim indeed. Uh, let's get into it. You're listening to International Waters. for the country where the band the 13th floor elevators would be called the 14th floor elevators because the whole thing with the ground floor being called the first floor okay from showstopper the improvised musical she is pippa evans welcome back pippa evans hello thanks for having me back again hello how are you i am great i just had a chinese pork roll which is both meat and sugar combined Wow, we. There's not enough. How sugar long until meat. there is a crisp with that flavor? <laughs> meat sugar crisp. <laughs> mm. Let's do it. Eat the hell out of that. Also playing for Team UK from XFM and BBC Radio, it's comedy writer and broadcaster Mark Haynes. Hello, Mark. Hello there. Are you well? How are you? Very good, thank good. you. Yeah. Uh, we're we're wearing very similar shirts. Mm. Yeah, I think mine's probably larger. I don't know if that's true. I should I think don't know it if is. That's true at all. I'm a big husky and man. There's nothing wrong with being a big husky man. There's nothing wrong with being a big husky man. There's a lot wrong with being a big husky man. No, no, stop <laughs> crying, on your, on stop your, crying. Husky. I, I grew up wearing husky clothes. That's what they do in the U.S. If you're, like, if you're like a tiny bit, like if you don't have to shop in like special stores, but you're a little bigger than the kid's sizes, husky. <laughs> like, you, like you don't know what the fuck they're talking about when they call you husky. <laughs> All I, right. pre- I prefer a husky man to a musky man. Mm, I'm both. Well, wow. <laughs> you know Double what? I, I spent when I was in London. I spent some time in Vauxhall with both. Mm. Uh, all right, Team UK. I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time. Uh, destruction. Shitstorm. Pain Shit. in the ass. Death. <laughs> Death to all oh. foreigners. Okay. Yeah, this is good. It's not good. It's awful. It's so frightening. Well, but it's fun to hear. It's like being in Vichy, France, you know, where ah, you see people and they all look the same as they used to, but you don't know which way they voted. So there's a chance yeah. that if you say the wrong thing, they are going to drag you into a square and you are going to be hanged. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had just that uh, experience last weekend in the Midwest of our country. Right. Uh, so what's it going to be? What do uh, you fancy? Uh, d- um, death. 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 <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Death. Death represents the UK. Let's meet Team U.S. Playing for the nation that is possibly never going to unclench its election asshole. From the Kroll Show, it's Bridget Ryan. Hi, Kroll. I almost called you Hi, Kroll Show. Hi. Hi, Bridget Ryan. Hello. Um, I'm going to correct you. Uh, that's the other Bridget Ryan that lives in Los Angeles. Oh, really? Yeah. It's cool. Oh. So, <laughs> so I guess let's do that again, maybe. Awkward. What would you like to lead with then? Dude. Um, music, comedic music videos. Something like that. Comedic, comedic music. music <laughs> I don't know. I mean. Who are All you, right. Bridget? Yeah. Who are you? Hi. How did I'm you get in here? This I'm is a, a perfect time to reinvent yourself. Whatever yeah. you want, you can be. Oh, okay. Great. 
Cool. Um, I am a marine biologist. Great. <laughs> Playing for Team US. Marine biologist, never going to be uh, confused for being her own publicist. Bridget Ryan. Hi. Hi. Welcome uh, Welcome to our show. Thanks so much. Thanks How did you enjoy me. your time on The Kroll Show? Um, it was It was um, really, it was an out-of-body experience. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like it was a whole other person's body who did it. It felt like that. Okay. All right. Also, for Team US, a writer on so many shows that I have loved through the years. Oh, Dave. Currently, Vice Principals and Divorce for HBO. Yeah. It's Hayes Davenport. Thank you. Hi. Hi, Hayes. Hi, guys. Now, I've done your show. Now, you're doing mine. This is a, it's a oh. little switcher. It's all who you know in the podcast world. I know that's you know? right. I it's know that's right. It's just a big... Circle jerk. I'll it's the just way the say game it. is played. You know what I mean? It's the way the game is played. Yep. I love it. How's your life? It's Sounds good. Like you're awfully busy. I went to Nevada over the weekend and yeah. I registered a few voters. Did you it really? was fun. Yeah, cool. I expected it to be a lot more gnarly than it was. Everyone was very polite. Yeah. And, um, That's great. Did you go door to door? Uh, no, just outside. Walmart, just uh, yeah, wow. with the, my, my clipboard and I love this. my well, stickers. What's yeah. your opener? Can I help anyone register to vote today? Can just, I help? It's you, all about being a helper. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That oh, was good great. for you. Thank you. Who, Who are you backing? Who are you backing? Oh, Trump. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Everybody in L.A. is backing Trump. Everybody. Every comedy writer has to be. Right? Oh, yeah. It's about time someone had yes. the guts to stand in up and admit it. Well done, yeah. guys. Well done. Yeah. Uh, all right, Team U.S., I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents the U.S. in this moment in time. If you uh. say pussy, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm always happy to shout out Billy Bush for what sure. he's, you know, he's, Ugh. I think he was in on it. I think he knew exactly what he was doing. Of sure. course he I th- did. I think he leaked the tape. Ooh, really? Uh, I think he, I, I, and I think he just doesn't want credit now, but I think sure. he, I mean, even back then, I think, a little he, flower. I think he was saying, I, this guy's going to run for president uh-huh. in 11 years. This is a mm. grenade that I'm going to throw and, myself on. Uh, yes. Mm. With my beautiful head of hair. Yeah. I think you're giving him a tiny bit too much credit, <laughs> but I, I like to believe it. He's not like a hero it. of yours? Uh, I mean, obviously, as somebody who has done some TV hosting, he's up sure. here. Certainly. <laughs> he's on my wall. Can we say pussy if it's a Prince lyric? Sure. Pussy control? Yes. Oh, wow. In fact, some people were making that argument. Like, well, what about Prince? But Prince was using the word in a very different way. Yeah, it was He was saying the pussy controlled you. That's yeah. Right? Right. He was under pussy control. Yeah, exactly. Right. He didn't just go up and grab the pussy. Exactly. I hate how much I'm saying that word. Uh, okay, so, what, of, so what, is, what is the buzz in word for the U.S.? Billy, Billy Bush? Let's Billy Bush. Billy Bush. Okay. Let's do, let's all do. (laughs) Let's all grab Billy Bush right by the dick. (laughs) All right, we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm up. We like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, imagine uh, if the word pussy was used more times in a single weekend of election coverage than it was just here on this comedy podcast (laughs) in the last 90 seconds. Or the entire run of Are You Being Served? Either one. (laughs) Uh, Buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one. This is so great. Sending out an SOS news, 13-year-old Robbie Chapel from Hampshire was excited to find a handwritten letter in a bottle on his local beach, which is famous for getting ancient washed-up messages from the French coast. Let me get through it. Uh, When he opened it with his dad on camera for YouTube, what was it that caused his mother to call it the worst message in a bottle ever? Death. Death, death, death. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this was a, a he, he basically is a young lad. He found, finds this bottle. Yeah. It's like treasure. Yes. And like every dream, sure. out comes the note. And the note is two guys who are on a massive coke bender the night before. And they've yes. put the thing in, thrown it into the sea. It's washed into his hands. Yeah. They use yeah. a weird phrase. Well, I think we're about to hear it. Let's hear Robbie's dad read the message. 1st of the 10th, 2016, 12.19pm, 
out our nuts on cocaine, massive love for the sesh, lots of love sesh gremlins. <laughs> lots, <laughs> lots of love sesh gremlins. I'm so lots sorry, of, I didn't like mean lots of love? for a child to find oh, that. I love that so much. Now, was that lots of love? comma, sesh gremlins? Like, we're sesh gremlins and we wish you lots of love? Is that what you call? I, 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 I love the fact that we've never, ever heard those two words put together in human history. No. Sesh gremlins. These guys are flying on a different level where language is basically, it's a tool that they understand better than us. Sesh gremlins. Yeah. This is probably two 45-year-old men just sitting on a yeah. beach with a couple of apps going mad crazy on it. But they've coined yeah. something that I think is so perfect. Sesh gremlin. That 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 yeah. that to me is ah oh, that's that's Shakespeare right there. That's good shit. That's good shit. Is what that is. That's like, and I didn't. I mean, it didn't hit me for years after. But uh, the name of the band Blow Monkeys. Mm. That's the same kind of thing, right? That's just oh. a bunch of guys doing cocaine, right? I just thought it was like a cute turn of phrase when I was 14 it was like in America. like S Club Juniors. Yes, exactly right. This could be some exactly right. terrible PR campaign. For a new For album, who? a new Blow Monkeys album. A new monk. Yeah. <laughs> Lots Gremlins. of love, Sesh Gremlins. By the Blow Monkeys. By the Blow Monkeys. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, yeah, the kid found it. Uh, maybe his clue should have been that it was not stuffed into a bottle of grog, but instead a Heineken bottle. Uh, but whatever. Sure. That's fine. He was just a kid. Uh, all right. For a bonus point, tell me the moment when your childhood was ruined forever. <laughs> One bonus point. Yeah. <laughs> Exploit it. That's what you get. I remember the first time I realized my dad wasn't a superhero, uh, which yeah. is probably the same thing, isn't it? Was when um, a man jumped out from behind a bush uh, uh, and, and uh, my dad sort of grabbed onto me as if I was going to be his shield uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, didn't do anything. It just turned out this guy had been having a piss in the bush. Uh, but at that moment, I thought <laughs> my dad was going to push me into this man with his knife. <laughs> Uh, and that's when I realized my dad oh. wasn't a superhero, and thus my childhood became less innocent. Wow. That's a good one. That's Thanks. a front runner. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I remember back in when I was about five, it was, it was, uh, that would have been sort of 1981, uh, I was uh, at a school, and they, uh, a kid came up to me, and he said, have you heard the skinheads are coming? And I said, no, I haven't heard. I haven't heard. He said, yeah, they're coming, and they've got knives and planks, and they're going to kill us all. And I said, yeah. well, wh- wh- where, did you, where, where's, where did you hear this? You know, wh- wh- the, the skinheads are coming. He said, yeah, they are coming at 10 o'clock this morning. And in those days, not many of us had watches. You used to have to share. So all the kids would be running around going, is it nearly 10 o'clock yet? Is it nearly 10 o'clock yet? As soon as it hit 10 o'clock, there was this weird hush over the entire playground. And a lone kid came running around the school from the distance. And as he got sort of within distance that you could hear him shout, he just shouted, they're here. <laughs> and I was so scared in that moment. I actually felt something like in my mind, like an elastic band. It just went twang. And it, it gave me such anxiety. And I've never, ever lost that anxiety. There was that period before where you're a child where you're just safe because you don't know about the bad things in the world. And then there's the period right. after because the skinheads are coming. Wow. It doesn't help That's with intense. Brexit now either. I mean, no. it seems like the skinheads are coming, you know. The skinheads are here. They've got the now, now when they do come, you're going to think it's a joke. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the boy tried You won't be prepared. Right, skinheads. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? Yeah. Um, I was very young, but I still remember someone saying, we anoint you with the oil of salvation in the name of Christ our Savior. May he strengthen you with his power when I was baptized. Oh, wow. Yeah, that'll Someone. fuck you up. That'll fuck you up good. <laughs> a baptism. Wow. Uh, 
Are you, do you still preserve your childhood innocence? Hey, this isn't like childhood ruining in the sense of like loss of innocence. It's like actual childhood ruining. Uh, and ant bit me on the tip of my childhood penis when I was uh, on the playground in, yeah. in uh, third grade. Uh, and I basically had to switch schools because it was like the only thing I was known for. Yeah. I had to go to the nurse. Uh, oh, God. Uh, oh, this was in Texas where this was a, they, they had these ants that would do that. Kind of thing. Dick biters? Yeah. The dick dick bite ants? Yeah. Wow. This is a tough one, but I'm going with the dick bite nant. So yes. Point to the U.S. <laughs> point to the U.S. Fair. Yeah. I think we can all agree. My brother once found a pine needle in his penis uh, when he was oh. eight. Found? And re- yeah, wow. revealed it in the car where he went, Mom, Mommy, Mommy, my, my willy hurts. Mommy, my willy hurts. And my mom said, wait until we get home, Charlie. And he went, no, I can't wait. I can't wait. I have to get it out now. And he got his penis out. And a, pi- a Christmas tree pine needle came out. And, and he said, <laughs> and he said I, can't, I don't know how it got there. Well, like, we all know how that got there, Charlie. <laughs> you put a pine needle up your own penis. <laughs> oh, no. So oh, I just no. wanted you to know you okay. weren't alone in being known for things on the tip of a childhood willy. Yeah, no, everybody's got a story. Uh, can we move? Move on, please. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Question number two. Spice of life news. Green Bay Packers player Jared Cook made a gruesome discovery when dining out at a Buffalo Wild Wings or a BW3, whatever you want to call it. What did he find? Hmm. Inside his thing of chicken wings. What? Death. A, a, yeah. a rat. Nope. What do any of those words mean? Like, oh, the Buffalo Wild Wings is a popular chain of like Buffalo Wing. What's a Buffalo uh, Wing? Buffalo Wing is just a big fat Buffalo, chicken uh, wing. A Buffalo Wing is a chicken wing that is in, in sauce that comes from Buffalo or like the recipe did, and they're very spicy. So at Buffalo Wild Wings, who should be a sponsor, you get, uh, you get like, <laughs> it's like a scale of like 20 hotness degrees that you can get 20. your wings in. Yeah, and like going up to like nuclear or something, which will literally turn you inside out like a sea cucumber. Uh, and then there's like, you know, Thai and barbecue and whatever. It's very good. Delicious. Buffalo Wild Wings. I'll just say, Food folks I'll just in, say for the Brits, uh, Dave knows a little too much about this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> More yeah. than this is not a- yeah. average American knowledge yeah. about Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, there's one right there at Hollywood and something, right? Hollywood and La Brea? See, I don't know. Yeah, I've yeah. never been, Dave. Yeah, I actually haven't been to that one either, but I've been to the barbecue <laughs> one many a time. Good fries, too. Buffalo Wild Wings. Anyway, uh, what did Jared, what's his name, find in a thing of chicken wings from Buffalo Wild Wings? Death. Sesh Sesh Gremlins. No. (laughs) No. Billy Bush. Yes, no. Yes. (laughs) Billy Bush. No. No. Mark? I can barely decipher what the question is because there's too much I don't understand. It's Um, pretty American. Was it um, uh, chicken? Well, kind of. It was a chicken head. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. He uh, discovered a breaded and deep fried chicken head, beak and all, a photo of which he shared on Twitter. Oh. Now, upon returning the food to the restaurant, the server allegedly remarked that at least he knows the meat is fresh, which, <laughs> no, he doesn't, because that doesn't make sense. Oh. And uh, second of all, as Cook said, that wouldn't make it any better. No, it doesn't right. matter how fresh the chicken head is. Sure. Gross. Oh. We, we are squeamish no about points. eating certain parts of something that we're we're. I know. I only I only eat its its arms and its butt. Like yeah. that's, the only, <laughs> that's the only part. I want to see it look at me. Anything else would be gross. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever have like like uh, at Asanebo on uh, on Ventura? There's a sushi place and they do like a deep fried shrimp, but they like the head is looking at you mm. and you eat it. Sure. Shrimp face, delicious. All right. Question number three. Halloween is upon us, which in the U.S. means only one thing. Overpriced costumes, satirizing recent news stories for outrageous LOLs. 
And that was a Z. Now we've seen Sexy Trump. We've seen Sexy Harambe, which fucking stop with Sexy Harambe, yeah. all Harambe's. Uh, but what Halloween costumes are these outraged tweeters describing? Buzz in at any time if you think you know the answer. These are tweets in outrage about this costume. Someone made a blank costume. I would like to die and leave this planet now. That's not going to help you. Mm. Who made a costume out of blank? I don't even like her, and I know that's something not to joke about. God, mm. death. Yeah. Is, is this the Kim Kardashian hostage costume? That is correct. As it officially has to be called by its website, uh, Parisian heist robbery victim costume. <laughs> here's a quote. Here's a quote from the box. She has devoted her life to promoting American decadence, youth, and hedonism, but all that flashy living caught up with her one night in Paris when armed men bound her, stole her jewelry, and her peace of mind. It's a very judgmental. It's, wow. it's like it's written by Kim Jong Il. Strange. Yeah. It's, it's actually strange. it's one of those costumes that you don't really need to buy either. You just need no, you really don't a dress and a gag and some expensive yeah. jewelry. Some butt, yeah, butt butt cushion that you can learn how to do from some RuPaul's cushion, yeah. Drag Race. You need, yeah, you need two king size pillows. Uh, the sixty nine ninety nine costume comprises a long black wig, <laughs> big sunglasses, a fake four million dollar engagement ring, not an actual four <laughs> okay. million dollars. That is false. <laughs> Because uh, they got to bring it in at that price Four point. million. Yeah. Because, okay. uh, a white, short, sexy robe, a two-foot rope, and a gag, which is fucking gross. <laughs> yeah. $70 for a wig and a robe? That's the that's worst. Where are we, the Ritz? That's the worst thing about it. That's <laughs> disgusting. Uh, all right. For a bonus point, in the spirit of inappropriately sexy, topical Halloween costumes like sexy Donald Trump, sexy Zika virus, tell me what sexy thing you're going for as Halloween. How are you sexing it up this Halloween? Oh, uh, I'm going for sexy, uh, sexy, <laughs> sexy. I'm very sexy person. Uh, sexy, <laughs> sexy sanitary towel. Uh, so people at first will think, "Oh, you're an angel," and then you say, "Well, of sorts." Uh, and uh, so the the wings are wings in both sense. Wow, interesting. Nice. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll buy it. Great. I'll buy it. Great. I wish I was in London for Halloween. Anyone else? I'm going as a sexy consent. Yeah. Nice. That's the sexiest thing of all. That is pretty good. Is consent. What yeah. would that look like? Mm, only the word yes. Okay. <laughs> Don't go out that night. <laughs> Stay home. I'm going to go as a sexy podcast ad. Oh. Uh, I'm going to have a, a blue apron, like a sexy blue apron uh-huh. on uh, uh-huh. sexy Squarespace uh-huh. uh, website. Get back on a very comfy Casper printed mattress. Printed on it. Yep. Yeah. Sexy Casper mattress. Great. Yeah. Adam and Eve. Yeah. That's, yeah. Perfect. Anyone else? Uh, I'm going to go as sexy Uber driver, and I'm just going to be working for Uber, but you can see my dick. Great. <laughs> that's like Point a normal Uber to you, driver. Mark. <laughs> I got around a lot of Ubers there in London. Oh, yeah. Very, oh, yeah. very, very quick popular. and easy. Except for the fact that like sometimes the app thinks you're a block away from where you are, mm. and then the driver calls you, and he's like, where are you? And you don't know where you are because you're from Los Angeles. <laughs> so you're like, oh, there's a Tesco? I don't know. I don't know. It's I literally a, it, don't know. It's a unique English spin on Uber because we like to have awkward telephone conversations here. And so oh, that, just, that oh, just puts yeah. it into the service. Sure, sure. I had plenty. At the end of round one, the scores are as follows. The UK has six. The US has one. Wow. wow. You guys better start fucking bringing it, guys. That's all I have to say. All right? We're counting down to our fucking election. Yeah. We need all the spirit and pride that we can get. We're gonna okay. lose Nigel Farage again back to the UK. Please yeah. don't Please do don't feel you have to. He's yeah. yours. <laughs> he is yours. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. 
International Waters is supported in part by Casper. They're dedicated to delivering an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the owner and operator of a Casper mattress. I heard it on enough podcasts. I had to try it for myself. Ben and I got one about a year ago, and we love it. A great night's sleep. Never gets too hot. Hmm. It's very good. Try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days. If you don't like it, you can return it with no pain whatsoever, but you'll like it. Believe me. And check out these prices. $500 for a twin-size mattress. $950 for a king-size mattress. We're queen, so we're somewhere in between. Uh, if you compare that against the industry price point, you know, your, your mattress store on the corner with the guy out in front spinning an arrow, it's a much better deal. That arrow guy does not work for free. And this will sweeten the deal even a little bit more. Go to casper.com slash waters. Use the promo waters. You get $50 off any mattress purchase. It helps us out too. Everybody wins. Everybody sleeps. Terms and conditions apply, of course. Nighty night. Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for the U.S. are Bridget Ryan and Hayes Davenport. Playing for the U.K., Pippa Evans and Mark Haynes. Now it's time for a round we're calling Monsters of Rock. In honor of Halloween, a time of monster mashes, time warps, hipsters listening to Werewolves of London by Warren Zevon, we are celebrating the dangerous, scary rock stars who insist that you think they are actual, literal monsters. You'll hear a series of clips related to these scary songsters, and you'll get questions related to them. No need to buzz in. Team UK, you get the first question. The most famous monsters of American rock are the makeup-smeared marketing firm known as KISS. Before becoming a popular branding label for things like KISS Caskets, Yes, caskets mm. is spelled with a K. Uh, future roadie onesies, love gun protection condoms, etc. Kiss was a rock band known for extravagant stage makeup, explosive effects, and an excessive amount of roster changes brought about by the fact that they fucking can't stand each other. <laughs> Let's hear a little bit of music from the scariest band in rock and roll. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> so terrifying. It was covered by Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman and fucking Moulin Rouge. Oh, yeah. uh, Team UK, I'm going to give you a list of items. I want you to tell me which of these is not an officially branded piece of KISS merchandise. Is it A, a platinum Visa credit card? Is it B, a line of his and hers shampoo products? Is it C, a line of power tools? Or is it D, a professional sports team? Which is not officially branded piece of KISS merchandise. Ooh. What do you think? Uh, I want to say power tools because mm. uh, it seems so uh, wrong, but then that means it seems so right as it the lyrics does. go. I think that because KISS are so greedy, I don't think they'd want to do something that was seen as being traditionally gender-specific. I think they'd always want something very unisex, and I think that power tools, they might sort of go, you know what, I think that leans towards being a bit masculine. Yeah. And that would cut into the profit margin. So let's go with power tools. Power tools. The answer is power tools. Wow. Yeah. And and the the, the lead widens. Uh, Kiss has a uh, a Visa card available through First US Bank. The Kiss Him and Kiss Her line of shampoo products and other cosmetics were launched in 2006. Tell you from experience that the LA Kiss are uh, an excellent football team. Have you been? I've I've been to a game. Really? Yeah. Is it half a game? (laughs) How many people have painted faces? Uh, you know what? It's weird. Um, th- th- that should be a bigger part of it than yeah. it is. But yeah, yeah there weren't a lot there. play with their tongues. Of people, period. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that exists. There is no, as of now, no trace of any KISS branded power tools. But then again, who has the energy to do housework if you rock and roll all night and party every day? Right. Keeps you awfully busy. 
Okay, Team US, this is for you. The monsteriest of UK monster rockers has to be Black Sabbath frontman and lovable wife beater Ozzy Osbourne. Sure. <laughs> I know him from the Ghostbusters movie. Sure. Yeah. He shops at my farmer's market. Oh, God. He is the first thing that I was ever, like, really, really scared of. Oh. oh yeah. Because he was, like, because he came out with those albums where he was, like, hey, blood coming out of his mouth, and there was the rumor about the biting the head off a bat. They're also, the kids in my neighborhood started a rumor that, I mean, I don't know if they started it, but they certainly, like, passed on a rumor to me that he played a show, and and he, in the middle of the show, he was like, this isn't evil enough. And so, like, his band, somebody, like a roadie or whatever, produced a puppy, an adorable puppy, oh, no. and he threw it out into the audience. He's like, we're not playing another note until that puppy is back on this stage dead. No! <laughs> and, of course, I believed it because I was a child, and that fucked me up for a really long time. <laughs> And now I'm an adult, and he's like this doddering old grandpa on he's TV. The most harmless. He's the yeah. I feel like a real ding dong. Anyway, where was I? Oh, okay. Let's hear a clip from uh, Ozzy Osbourne at, at his most spookifying. How can I go forward when I don't know which way I'm facing? I can't face it anymore. Can you turn that off? I still get a little pang of fear. Uh, okay, that That's was not Ozzy's... even the scary. You know, he gets scarier than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that duet with Lita Ford. It's pretty terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was his cover of John Lennon's How. Uh, but Ozzy is most famous for his hell-raising behavior with a U. Uh, according to The Dirt by Nikki Six, what did Ozzy once snort a line of? Was it A, ants? Was it B, cement dust? Was it C, his father's ashes? Or was it D, Sharon Osbourne's pubic hair? Okay. I'm sorry they brought up ants. I know. Yeah, that's a tough, that's a difficult it's a difficult thing <laughs> on a day like today. Uh, Do you need to find another podcast? Yeah, I can't hear anything you guys are saying anymore. It's just children laughing. Uh, the ashes, I think was, was I think that was Stiv Bader's uh, girlfriend snorted his ashes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, so maybe it's not that. We're picking which one they did. They did. Uh, oh, okay. Oh. That snort a line of. Snort. Ants, cement dust. His father's ashes or Sharon's pubes. Ooh. Wow. I think he did. Ants. Ants. Ants is correct. Yeah. yeah. You guys are good with your, with your spooky rock stars. Uh, according to the book The Dirt, which by, I read 11 pages of and had yeah. to have it out of my house. Like I lent it to somebody and I was like, don't. I don't want this back. They're so shitty to women, and it's not, it's bad. I, it was an evil force, and I needed it out of my house. But anyway, according to that book, Ozzy snorted a line of ants while on a Coke binge, wearing Sharon Osbourne's sundress. Uh, here's the quote. I handed him the straw, and he walked over to a crack in the sidewalk and bent over it. I saw a long column of ants marching to a little dugout built where the pavement meant the dirt. Uh, and as I thought, no, he wouldn't. He did. He put the straw to his nose, and with his bare white ass peeking out from under the dress like a sliced honeydew. Ooh. What? Let's easy on the poetics. Nikki sliced. Says. Yeah, sliced honeydew. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, maybe sliced in half so you could see both. Sure. Yeah, but that's okay. not that's not sliced. I mean, <laughs> and so and also is it like light green? I mean, we, we don't know. His, his ass might be physically sliced. <laughs> a really, a really weird point in a story to start like having a pay on to Ozzy Osbourne's yeah. ass and what it looks like. <laughs> get, to, get to the bit with the fucking ants. Yeah, that's okay. that's right, the right, meat right. of the story. Uh, for, out from, ass peeking out from under the dress like a sliced honeydew. Uh, sent the entire line of ants tickling up his nose with a single monstrous snort. Ugh. He stood up, reared back his head and concluded with a powerful right nostril sniff. 
that probably sent a stray under two dipping, dripping down his throat. Ugh. Then he hiked up the sundress, grabbed his dick, and pissed on the pavement. Wow. What a sesh gremlin. Huh? <laughs> it would have been amazing if the ants had come out of his penis. Yeah. yeah uh, or out ants. of his ass like the ants were coming out onto the honeydew to complete right. the beautiful yeah. image. Uh. Somehow many more ants than he had just snorted. He's yeah. just, he's <laughs> yeah. Going just into constant unbroken loop between his nose and his dick. <laughs> Let's stop talking about this now. Uh, okay, Team UK, question three is for you. In a world stuffed with Alice Coopers, Marilyn Manson, and insane clowns, uh, the band that has put the most concentrated effort into convincing their audience that they are, in fact, actual monsters from outer space is the punk metal band Guar. If you're not oh. familiar with Guar's oeuvre, Here's a burst of their uh, 1990 fan favorite, Sick of You. So far, all our spooks have some like yeah. Disney Channel ass music. <laughs> yeah, <right>? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that's like Maddie and Blair yeah. sing that at the end of you know. Hey, get out of my locker or whatever. I don't know. Uh, okay, so uh, Guar's commitment to their in-character universe is so strong that Guar continues to record and tour despite no longer containing even a single member of their original lineup. Mm-hmm. They're like Menudo. Uh, the band's churning lineup has meant a revolving door of over-the-top character names for members of the groups. So, which of the following is not the name of a current? Or previous member of Guar. A. Ballsack the Jaws of Death. B. Sleaze Bagano. C. Flatus Maximus. Or D. Beefcake the Mighty, which is not a current or past member of Guar. I mean, there are at least three there that I sort of went, they are so pathetic, that's clearly the wrong answer. <laughs> so yeah. I, I have no idea. Oh, uh, yeah. I I, um... Uh, they all sound like Asterix characters, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, maybe Beefcake? Maybe Be- Beefcake? Beefcake the Mighty. Beefcake the Mighty sounds a bit too geeky, doesn't mm. it? Maybe, but then maybe geeks. Let's go with Beefcake. Beefcake is incorrect. The answer oh. is B, Sleaze Bagano. Uh, the rest are actual members of Guar. There, there's the a, a grown adult who calls himself Beefcake the Mighty. Yeah, and his oh. job is playing in Guar. It makes hell seem kind of manageable. Like, if we're going to end up there, it's yeah. like, I'm not going to be that bad. Yeah, okay. I, I see you. I get you. I don't know how you introduce yourself to... as Beefcake the Mighty and keep a straight face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what happens when he goes into the bank after a loan? Uh, you know, I'm Beefcake uh, the beefcake. Mighty. Mr. Beefcake. Mr. Mr. The Mighty. <laughs> I've got your application. Um, oh, by the way, okay, so B, Sleaze Bagano. Uh, Elon Sleaze Bagano is an actual character from Star Wars Episode Two. He's the one who gave Obi Wan Kenobi the Death Sticks. Oh, really? According to Attack of the Clones, I guess. Wow! And they say George Lucas was coasting by that point. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Many thanks Sleaze to our, our writer, Sleaze Bagano. Uh. <laughs> Although, although Greedo, I was just thinking from that the first one is it like, adds new context to Greedo. Greedo. <laughs> oh, that's hey. You know, we were anyway. talking about when our childhood innocence was wrecked. It was just there. yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. just seconds ago. Big ups to our writer Riley Silverman for having that little bit of information tucked uh, away in her head. Uh, question number four is for Team US. One of the reasons Britain is so poor at Halloween is that they are living it 
year-round, not just the weather, <laughs> but the grimness, especially oh. the guys in The Cure. But what did makeup-smeared miserabilist Robert Smith claim that he had a phobia of for many years when The Cure broke America? Hmm. Pretended to be afraid of something. What was it? Oh, so there are no choices. Well, yeah. So they got yep. multiple choice, mm-hmm. and we just have to know this you just have to know Robert it. Smith. Yep. Something he was afraid He's of. pretended to be afraid of. Okay. UK band when they broke America. He, he pretended, pretended to be afraid in of a something. song. Nope, in real life. Wow. Okay, yeah. because you want to have a fear of something because then people won't have it around you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. But then that seems like it's a real fear. That's right. I don't know enough about the cure to even make a joke. <laughs> uh. Hmm. I you know his hair. Uh, his hair kind of stuck out. Yeah, that's true. M- maybe from fear, from fake Probably fear. From, maybe that's why he was using uh. gel to convince people that he was so afraid of something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's my joke. Uh, <laughs> good. Great. <laughs> that was really good. He would pretend to be afraid of the the microphone. Uh, that was his stage is presence. That your final answer. He, uh, I. Do you have something? My brain is really having a hard time with. Why you would have a fake fear and it's yeah. not a real fear. I'm so yeah. curious. It'll make sense when you hear the answer. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Should I just go ahead and do that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. The answer is aeroplanes. He oh. pretended to be afraid of flying because he wanted to cut down on the band's touring commitments. Oh. There's a quote. For about oh, three years, from 89 to 92, I kept the pretense that I had this phobia. We did tour American tours sailing over on the QE2, which was very civilized. Really? Sounds like a lot more fun. Wow. Sounds like a fear of cash. That road cash. Yeah, maybe success. Maybe you know, not a success. success, Robert Smith. Yes. Yeah, how about that? Huh. All right. So there you go. At the end of round two, the scores are as follows. Team UK has eight. Team US has three. Oh, but you guys, it's, it's still anybody's game. Metric Hello. That's true. Finally, Britain wins something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with our final round after this. The Great Questions of Your Life. The great Questions of Your Life. Should you put ketchup on a hot dog? Put ketchup on a hot dog. Toilet paper. Over or under? Toilet paper. Star Wars? Star or Star Wars Trek? Or Star Trek? Fear not, my friends. Fear not, Mark my and friends. Hal always reach the definitive answer. Simply listen to We Got This with Mark and Hal every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Pacific on Maximum Fun. Fun. We Got This. Your better self is right around the corner. Namaste. Hey, welcome back to International Waters. Let's move on to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super hard, and I want you to know that it's been as useless as trying to unhear Donald Trump saying, grab them by the pussy, because the winner of our final round receives one million points. (laughs) Yeah. So this is really, this might be decisive right here. Uh, This round is called We Are the Champions. It's very simple. I name a topic. You guys debate why your country is better at that topic. The team who makes the most convincing arguments or whoever uh, gives the other nation the sickest burns wins the million points and possibly the game. Uh, This episode's topic is why your nation is the best at autumn. Autumn is is sort of upon us here in Los Angeles, which means you might need a light jacket like twice. Uh, Team US, we have Thanksgiving. We have sexy Halloween costumes. Uh, We have pumpkin spice lattes. Mm -hmm. Uh, UK, you have Guy Fawkes Night. You have uh, Parkin and Toffee Apples. Mm. I don't know what the hell that is. Hedgehogs accidentally roasting in bonfires, conquer fights. What are any of the words that I just said? (laughs) They are part of the traditional beautiful English autumn. Yeah, the fact we call it autumn means we're already winning because we're actually using the right Mm. word. Hmm? Yeah. 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 Right. 
That's the one I use. That's the one I, I and I, 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 this is in the book, but I, I went on a date with somebody who was real dumb, like right when I first moved to LA, like a really hot beach volleyball player. Ooh. And, uh, and it was like around this time of year and I kind of just moved to, to LA and he was like, do you miss New York? And I was like, yeah, especially, you know, right around autumn. Like it's my favorite time to be there. And he goes, that one's fall, right? Oh. oh. <laughs> I was like, yes, it is. I am only going to have sex with you a few more times and then I'm never going to have Okay. That is harsh. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. Okay, Team US, you're a little bit behind. I'm going to have you go first. I'm putting two minutes on the clock. Convince me why the US is best at autumn, which is fall. Okay, well, say something that we don't do is we don't celebrate a holiday like Guy Fox Day, which is celebrating murder. Yeah. State executing someone in effigy. Yeah. I have no tolerance for that. Yeah. We did just have Columbus Day, in fairness. Yeah. Which, which is now Indigenous People's Day, I think, as of, kind of. next year. Okay. So oh, we're, really? Okay. Yep, so we're done with that. <laughs> uh, we're very good at, uh, we take vacations to look at trees. I don't know if you guys do that in the UK. Uh, my parents are currently planning a trip to look wow. at to look at a bunch of trees uh-huh. uh, up in New Hampshire. Um, um, have you ever seen a baby in a pumpkin patch? Yes, a baby dressed as a pumpkin in a pumpkin patch. I don't think you have that necessarily. Uh, <laughs> apple cider. Uh, I don't know what you guys call that over there, but it's a it's a big thing that we. I'm going to give you here. ten seconds to reply. Uh, we call it cider. Okay. Ugh. Okay, that's fair. Um, Let's continue. Stealing our drink. Do you guys do you guys <laughs> call it Shocktober ever? No. No. Yes, we have Shocktober. We had Rocktober when the Colorado Rockies uh, uh, won uh, the, when they got to the World Series. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's also when your local classic rock radio station <laughs> yes, will do a block Rocktober. of Led Zeppelin oh, yeah. or yeah. Rush. Yeah. Uh, so we have uh, we have no alternate Novembers, I don't think. <laughs> but we should. We should get on that. Yeah, we I don't know what they Well, we have be. Movember. Oh, that's right. Oh, Movember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, Movember no, is ours. Oh, no, that's coming up. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys going to do it? Um, no. Not this year, no. As if I've done it any other year. No. Yeah, no. no, I just don't want a mustache. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about prostate cancer, it's everybody, worth, but yeah. it's not really fucking curing, face for. Curing any disease. No. Not, I don't no. I don't know if this is like a regional thing, but in Philadelphia where I'm from, we have a uh, mischief night. The night yeah, night? that's yeah. an East Coast thing. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you so there's that. And why why is that so great? Uh, because you get to commit crimes. Okay, so it's the purge, but fun. Yes, we have the purge. Okay, yeah, yeah. great. That is your time. That is your time. You've given us a lot to think about, Team US. You really have. Thanks. Team UK. Oh, hello. It's time for you to counter. Why are you the best at autumn? Your time starts now. Number one, we call it autumn, not fall. Autumn is the proper word. Number two, uh, you suggest that we celebrate murder. Actually, we uh, we celebrate attempted murder because uh, I celebrate it from the point of view of what a clever idea of Guy Fawkes. So from my point of view, it's always been a celebration of a a plot that didn't quite work. Number three, we have these these kids and they make replicas of Guy Fawkes, who is a 17th century uh, Catholic terrorist. And uh, uh, they make them out of like old jumble and children will wheel them round in wheelbarrows and so it looks like the kids have taken over and there's just the corpses of adults being wheeled through the streets that's exciting um keats who's a poet he said like autumn is uh, the season of mists and mellow fruitfulness and that is that's fucking deep man you know that, that guy nailed it there that's beautiful you're you're like a uh, east coast uh, uh u.s uh, fall 
with all the leaves and stuff. You know, everyone agrees, oh, that's really nice. We have that over the whole of Britain. It's all crunchy leaves and mist coming out of your mouth and it smells of bonfires and we dip Mm. apples in toffee and then they go on a stick and they sound great. They're not actually that great, are they? No, but they're they're quite horrible. (laughs) But we make them anyway because that's the British thing to do. Keep traditions even if they're awful. Uh, We have the piles of leaves which you can play Russian roulette with. Will there be a dog shit in it or not? You jump in it and you find out the hard way. And it's the season where we begin wearing proper clothes that hide up the traditional doughy, potatoey British body. <laughs> it rains all the time, which means we can moan all the time, which is our favourite pastime. And we've got a programme on with Gillian Anderson in it, and that's called The Fall. And that's just started its new season this autumn, uh, and it's really good. So we've sort of pretty much covered it. Oh, Are you good. forfeiting the rest of your time? Oh, oh. You have 10 more seconds. We, we have Country File, which Big is finish. a TV show where they film the autumn changes and we watch the f- changes through the window and on the television. It, it's an hour as well. <laughs> oh, and wow. so we could look out the window for like 23 hours and then we can watch Country File for an hour and then we can go back to the window. It's, it's, it's full on autumn. Oh, wow. That was good. Yeah. Uh, it was good. Yeah, you made some I, solid I, points. I, I concede. <laughs> you can see that. I can see Also, are that we channel, all... channel, the um, fall TV channel. Yeah, I mean, I mean we have you can't talk that. Like that. <laughs> and we have like incredible. a thousand channels. Yeah. Know, nothing like that. Also, we might all three be looking for a place to live really anyway. Yeah. This goes down in November. That's right. You know what I mean? Sure. Because it's never going to so really So I don't want to say anything bad about any other no, country. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. This, want, is, this want, is good because this is... Friendly faces. This is exactly what we're hoping to do as well because we'll be leaving here soon. Um, oh, yeah. You know, we can just do a straight swap and then we can tell each other how it's gone. We'll wave at each other on the boats. Why don't we just meet in Iceland? Can we do that? We'll meet in Iceland. Great sweaters. everyone's moving to Iceland. Good music. I understand their hot springs or whatever are very nice. And they are just hot in general. elk or whatever. Mm. Are they? Oh yeah, really great looking people, the Icelandish. Mm. I went to that uh, the the Bjork uh, virtual reality thing at oh. Somerset House when we were in London. Very intense. Mm. Very very intense. Yeah, at one point you're at you're inside Bjork. Actually, in two different things you're. Anyway, well. this is all beside the point. Team wait, UK. Wait 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 wait. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very serious allegation. No, okay, <laughs> you're you're wearing a virtual reality headset. And then you're you're like that. One of them is filmed literally inside her mouth. Wow! And then one there's this big like computer generated Bjork that like sneaks up behind you and then like envelops you and you're inside her and it's very intense. And it's all fucking you know it's Bjork so it's like my heart <laughs> is made of ribbons. <laughs> and whatever. And you're like, all right, settle down, settle down, Bjork. All right, Team UK, congratulations, you've won. Yay! Yay. The greatest country in the world. For at least the next couple of weeks. Congratulations. Now, before we finish, do you got anything that you want to plug? And then to offset the ego karma, something that someone else did that you want to bring a little shine to. Uh, Hayes, we'll start with you. To plug? Yeah. I have a podcast that you've been on, Dave, called Hollywood Handbook so on the fun. Earwolf Network. It's really the truest expression of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, plug something of someone else's. Mm-hmm. If you live in Los Angeles, uh, I, uh, a lot of people think their vote doesn't matter. There's a, a measure called Measure M, which mm-hmm. is to increase transportation funding in the city. I think everyone should go vote for that. Okay. <laughs> go M. <laughs> M is, uh, I've, I've heard about it on many podcasts, actually. Oh, God, that's disappointing. I thought I was going to be like the, M, the, M, the Measure M guy. You're certainly the most Oh, my God, you're, you're hipstering so the M thing. Yeah, like that's firsting. what I wanted. <laughs> the M thing. Bridger Ryan. Um, okay, uh, I'll plug um, one of my music videos that you guys didn't believe that I had at the opening of the show. Um, it's called Life is Awesome. No, it's not. It's a pop song about someone driving their friend to get an abortion. 
Oh. Wow. <laughs> funny. <Heavy>. Funny stuff. <laughs> Thanks. <Yeah. laughs> Thanks. Um, and to offset that, um, uh, a stand-up comic uh, and friend of mine that I really like has a Comedy Central half hour coming up. Um, it's going to be on television this Friday, so by the time this comes out, it'll be there. Na- her name's Naomi Ekperigan. She's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Okay. You agree? She is great. I saw uh, she was on Colbert or Conan or something recently, right? She's um, from New York. The Late Show, I think. Late Show, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Yep, she's great. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Bridget. Mark? I've got a few things uh, at the moment, but I'm not going to plug any of them. More importantly, uh, I'm, I'm coming to America next week to, to visit friends. What? And I, I'm going to New York. And I was just thinking, oh. like, if anyone sees me around and I'm, like, having trouble, can you help me out? Okay. Thank you. Okay, yeah. A plug uh, for help. Yeah. And I'd like to do what, what, uh, We'll post your picture. Thank you. What are you worried you'll do? I, I don't know, but I just, I'd like to know that, you know, someone's got my back. He looks like the kind of guy who gets beaten up a lot. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, and I'd like to. I'd Not like, hu- you're husky. I know, but, you know, some people often look at that and they kind of go, you know, if I punch him, it will make me look impressive because he's big. And they also go, <laughs> he's quite big, so he probably can't run fast. So he's got to fight and he doesn't look like a fighter because he's big. Fighters are all cut, aren't they? <laughs> so if, I, if you see me, just help me out. Okay. Okay. So you're plugging your own welfare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and I just uh, I'd like to plug. Uh, there's some books coming out in the states uh, by uh, two writers who are brilliant uh, over here, who are called Jason Hazley and Joel Morris, and they've updated the Ladybird books uh, for an adult audience. I think they're just out. They might have a slightly different name. You don't call them Ladybird books over there, do you? They're the little sort no, of hardback. Ladybird Johnson. Go- Golden book. They're like golden books. They're like kids' books, but they've made okay. them for adults. They're really good. They're all over, over Amazon. They have been a publishing sensation here, and I'm sure they're going to do really well over there. But they are really funny. They're brilliantly done. Joel Morris, former International Waters contestant, you mean? That's the one. I hope he That's plugged the one, me all right. when he was on. Oh, great. Log rolling. Love it. Uh, <laughs> Pip Evans. Hi, guys. Um, <laughs> for, uh, just follow me on Twitter, at I am Pippa Evans. That's probably the easiest thing. I'm all over the shop. I'm all over the shop, like a terrible smell. Uh, and uh, for someone else, uh, there's a great show called Society of Strangers, since this is a Halloween podcast. Uh, that's going to be at the Wilton's Music Hall in London. So if you're a Londoner, then you should get down and watch that. And you should just probably follow them. I imagine they're at Society of Strange. And they do great improvised spooky stories, and it's sort of unlike any other improv show I've ever seen. So I would really recommend, if you like a bit of improv and you like it a bit different, then please take a look at those chaps. Excellent. Thank you. I'm Dave Holmes. I'm on Twitter at Dave Holmes. My book party of one is available now. You can get it on Amazon. You can write a review of it if you wanted to. I mean, I'm not saying you have to, but you could. Uh, and something that some okay. Uh, the band Beach Slang. Everyone go listen to Beach Slang. They're great. Uh, all right, Bridget Ryan, Hayes Davenport, Pippa Evans, Mark Haynes. Thank you for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. 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 You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Bridget Ryan, Hayes Davenport, Pippa Evans, and Mark Haynes. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. Thank you also to FX Strike and Woody Bergman for the five-star reviews on iTunes. If you haven't already left us a review, would you please? Please? The show was recorded at Guilt-Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Sarah Morgan and Riley Silverman. Our producers are Colin Anderson and Jennifer Marmer. All of us are in love with you. Bye.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.